Welcome to China Horse Business, the one and only podcast focusing on the booming horse market in China, bringing to you by two experts of Chinese equine industry, Zoe King and Jojo Wang from Shanghai and Hong Kong, introducing China to the world. Hello, Jojo. How was your week? Quite a busy week for me. What about you? I was quite frustrated because I was not able to attend the China International Import Expo recently held in Shanghai. You know, it is a very important international conference initiated by Chinese central government to showcase its openness towards international companies and goods importation. It is mostly open to professional visitors by invitation. Quite difficult to get in. But I was invited by the Richmond Group, and I got the visitor pass one month ago by filling numbers of forms. But how come you didn't go? Well, the week before the CIIE, I went to Chengdu for a business trip, and right after, some COVID cases appeared in Chengdu, and Chengdu was declared a city with middle risk for COVID. Therefore, I was forbidden to enter the CIIE venue. The organizer in Shanghai government did take the strictest measurement to make sure the CIIE went well. So pity you missed it this time. I know CIIE provides an important platform for international companies to launch their new products. In today's China news, we will see a new product for horses launched by a famous German pharmaceutical company in the CIIE. Berhinger Ingerham announced. The launch of the new product RT Cell Forty in China. This medicine is used for the reduction of mild to moderate recurrent lameness associated with non-spastic joint inflammation in horses. It is said that it takes only twelve days to cure a lame horse. It provides a ready-to-use solution to horse owners, trainers, and veterinarians. It is an excellent news for Chinese equine industry because. There's a lack of horse medicines in China due to the importation regulation and restrictions. True, this medicine was approved by the European Commission as a veterinary medicine for the treatment of equine lameness in 2019. As for the China market, all import horse medicine should be approved by the China Horse Industry Association. It might explain why it is launched three years later in China. Yes, if you are manufacturer of horse medicines and you want to export your products to China, we have our experts in this field who can assist you in the process, both administration and sales. You can write to us at contact at wonder-horse.com for more information. All right, in the China Club session today, we will introduce you a brand new horse team. Ecologic tourism project in Inner Mongolia. Its official full name is Inner Mongolia Outway Horse Culture and Ecologic Tourism Zone. The project covers over one million square meters with an expected investment of one billion RMB. The goal is to build the first horse theme park and become a popular tourist destination. It seems like everything is included in this giant project: racecourse, stable boxes, equestrian club, museum, and trading center, etc. 
The construction started in 2017 and will be ended next year. At the same time, many races have already taken place in the race course. The private investor and operator of the project is Inner Mongolia Outway Group. The president, Mr. Jiang Yongge, started his career as a jockey and then a trainer. He is now horse owner in China and in New Zealand. With the support of local government, Mr. Jiang is optimistic about the future of horse racing in China. Inner Mongolia is a historical land of horse in China, especially for breeding. We hope this project will succeed and become an engine for the local development. Okay, in our China story section today, we talked to Kelly Ann, a coach from Holland, and working for an equestrian club in Shanghai. Let's listen to her China story. Hello, Kelly. How are you doing? Hi. Hello. How are you? Doing good. Doing good. We're doing well. Yep. Yeah. So, um, Jojo and I are so pleased to talk to you today. I know you for um, a while, and uh, I know you uh, is a coach uh, working in a stable in Shanghai. You will tell us more later, and uh, you have long story and long experience history in coaching in China and uh, coming back and forth uh, between China and Holland. So the, today we would love to uh, hear more, know more your China stories. Yeah, sure. I love to talk about it. So, Kelly, what bring you to China, and when was your first time coming into China? Um, my first time, I think it was two thousand seventeen or two thousand sixteen. I don't even remember well. Um, there were some horses sold from Holland to uh, to China, actually to the south of China, mm-hmm. and uh, the horses were already here. But uh, they needed a trainer to start with uh, riding those horses, getting them prepared for competition. So um, they actually sent me there to help them do the training to start up. Well, the, the thing is, uh, once you have been to China as a trainer, um, people know you have been there. Uh, so uh, uh, more questions came from people to visit their club or to help them out a little bit. And then uh, I think one year after the first time. I uh, received uh, an invitation to come here to Shanghai to this riding club that's already managed by uh, a Dutch coach, and uh, we talked to each other, and everything felt so good that I decided to start working together with them. I see. So, uh, as we know, you're working with Green Valley Equestrian Club at this moment in Shanghai, right? Can you tell us a bit more about your work scope? Yeah, sure. Um, well, Green Valley is a, a riding school for, uh, especially for kids, but actually the adults are welcome too. I love to have some adults do, who start mm-hmm. riding. And uh, what we do, we run the riding school um, the way we would run a Dutch riding school. So um, we try to take care of the riding school as a whole. So we're not only teaching; we're also taking care of the horses, making sure they are healthy, they feel happy, and also that our teaching methods are uh, the same as you would have a teaching class in Holland or in Europe uh, in general. And which part is right. your favorite? So, uh, walking in the yes. stable. Well, you know, the favorite is the horses, of course. I love horses. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, I think I like most that it 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 is everything. 
Mm-hmm. So um, I'm not only teaching, I'm also making the schedules, uh, trying to make a good match between the horse and the rider and also between the rider and the coach. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm making sure the horses are healthy and happy. So I'm responsible for their health, uh, their feeding program. Um, uh, I make sure all the horses have a friend to play with. Mm-hmm. Um, I make sure the, the the saddles and bridles look nice, have a good fit. Um, and also make sure that the team keeps developing and that we are all uh, doing our best to to make it a high quality riding school. Kelly, I know you are a um, rider uh, mostly specialized in dressage. For you, is dressage popular in China? Oh, not as much as jumping. Jumping mm-hmm. is very popular uh, at the moment in China. But it, it's quite understandable because uh, jumping is very easy to see what happens. Uh, you, you see the horse jumping and they need to have a clear round where no pole mm-hmm. uh, falls on the ground. And then second, it's about speed. So it's very easy if you watch it to to know what's happening with jumping. Mm-hmm. Um, dressage is more refined and it's harder to see if it's good or not. Mm-hmm. Um, that's more like a dance together with the horse. Um, but as you can see, uh, as jumping becomes more and more popular, more and more people also think, wow, I, I want to know more about dressage riding and what that is about. Um, and the more detailed and the more refined that is, uh, you can see more and more horse lovers start to like dressage too. Yeah, I thought many of your students, uh, Green Valley uh, Club, they are running uh, also dressage. I know you 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 know uh, um, quite a lot of Chinese professional or semi-professional dressage riders as well in Shanghai and over over China. Can you tell a little bit more? Who are they? Well, the, actually, the the Chinese people are, are very nice. Uh, if they if they sit on a horse, uh, they have a very nice shape on the horse. So I really love to see the the Chinese people ride dressage. Um, and I follow some competitions, some national competitions uh, to see them. Uh, and also love to see those riders on the social media. There's this girl, um, she's training in England right now. Her name is Sarah and she's quite famous mm-hmm. on the social media. Um, and she's one of the girls that can really make uh, dressage more popular for everyone. Yeah, well, actually, I, I, I see more and more people, you know, for jumping, you have to be very brave. Mm-hmm. Um, and not everyone is that brave with horses. So um, I see a whole generation growing up right now, uh, also in the riding club. Um, they don't really want to do this very high jumping thing, but they want to know more about how do I make my horse move better? How can I learn my horse this trick where he moves in a certain way? How can I sit better on my horse? So um, there's this whole generation growing up now that will be great at dressage. What other business opportunity do you see uh, in China? It's not only about riding. You know, people start, uh, oh, I want to go riding and I need to buy a horse. Um, But actually from there, there's this whole industry around it that needs uh, to develop. And you can see it happening already right now. Uh, So uh, it's easier now to get a saddle on your horse that fits really good, both Mm -hmm. for the horse and for the rider. Um, The clothing industry is actually getting bigger and bigger right now. Um, But also more detailed into the the well-being of your horse. Um, There's a lot of things that we can still improve. Like, for example, in Holland, if my horse is... uh, trotting around and he feels not very comfortable in that trot, I would go to a a physiotherapist or a chiropractor 
to uh, help his uh, body move better. Uh, and those things actually um, can improve a lot more here because I think that the management around the horse, not only about the rider, but especially around the horse, um, uh, I see in Europe and also in America that there's a whole industry around the well-being of your horse and that includes uh, what they eat, uh, how their body is taken care of, uh, what you would do with your horse if he had an injury and he needs to recover. Um, that industry is very small here in China, so there's a lot of chances to grow there. Yeah, but you yeah. see, when it comes to the horses, um, the services and the bills can be very important and expensive. Do you think Chinese riders are ready to pay for the bills? Um, well, it depends a little bit. Uh, we have uh, a few riders that really have the ambition to uh, become a professional horse rider. And those are the people who can invest in these kind of things because they are going to buy their own horse. Mm -hmm. um, and if you have your own horse, you also have the responsibility to take care of the, the whole management of your horse. Mm -hmm. Or you leave it to the stable where you have your horse. But there's also a very big group here that just wants to come here once or twice a week and have a really good ride. Uh, and then it's our responsibility as a riding school to take good care of the horse. I'm very happy to have an owner of this riding club that is willing uh, to listen to us uh, and help us to make this riding school one of the best. And he is really, really good at helping us uh, doing the best for the horses. So um, if we say we need something to keep our horses more healthy, then um, uh, we will do that. Thank you very much, Kelly, for your time and um, for talking to us, sharing your experience. It's very interesting. Yeah, you're welcome. Yes, and uh, I hope to see you someday soon again. Well, Zoe, the end of this year is approaching. How time flies. It is unbelievable how fast this year goes by. We are very thrilled to launch our monthly webinar, China Horse Business Live since September of this year. The fourth edition and the last webinar of this year will take place on Monday, December 6th from 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. CET. If you want to connect your business to Chinese decision maker of the equine industry, you should speak on our webinar. Please contact us for more information. All right, that's all for today. See you next Monday on China Horse Business Podcast. You can find our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and any other podcast platforms you are using. And please remember to leave us review on whatever platform you listen to. Thank you so much for your support and see you next week. This podcast is co-hosting by Zoe King and Jojo Wang. Powered by Wonder Horse, a business solution provider focusing on Chinese equine market and a bespoke equine community in China.